Stories of the human spirit. Candid conversations about action, passion, and love. The Law of Action is about living in balance, moving forward with momentum in inspired action. Overcome challenges, create success, amplify your life, and achieve things you never thought possible. It's all waiting for you. If you're ready to break through your fears and live your life in massive action, this is the show for you. He's a best-selling author, speaker, advisor, your host, Mr. Action himself, Rob Actis. Brian, welcome to the Living the Law of Action show, my friend. Yeah, finally here. I'm so excited to be here, Rob. Thank you for having me as a guest. Absolutely. So the Living the Law of Action show is based on my book, The Law of Action. And I have known Brian Anderson for, man, decades. Like, it seems like a long time. A long time. We've known each other for a long time. Like, a a long time. It's been a a long time. (laughs) Well, so Brian's a dear friend. He's been there for me and my highs and my lows. But in addition to that, Brian is in my book, The Law of Action. And I put him in there because he is an action taker. And he's also very authentic and very raw and real. And one of the things I love about Brian is that he will admit when he's wrong, he admits his failures, and he always wants to overcome them. And he has created a life that's truly remarkable. So when he has trusted himself and when he has gone with the flow and stayed in his lane, he kills it. When he veers off left or right or not on his path, and we'll talk about that today, you know, he doesn't have the success. But people have, have seen Brian, they're like, oh my God, how do you do it? Well, today, fucker, hang on. Good thing I can edit that. Yeah. Well, today, we're going to find out. So, Brian, how are you, my friend? Rob, I'm doing great. I've got a it's just an amazing day. It's Tuesday. I've been to Pilates. I got up at 5 a.m. I mean, I am today's a today's a work day. Like you said, uh, I have three or four days that I really work hard and then I and I take time off each week. And today is uh, back in the saddle. You know, I've enjoyed the, the holiday weekend and I'm just excited to be in the office today, really. Well, that's one of the things I really respect about you. Brian is a very successful entrepreneur, very, very successful. And he has worked very hard and very smart and he operates on a level of integrity. He works in the internet marketing space and he works on a level of integrity that's really unheard of. Um, there's a lot of, of gurus and people that claim to do stuff and Brian walks the talk, which I really respect. And the one thing that I will say, it's Tuesday, he's working, but I guarantee you if I ask, Brian took off. Half day Friday, all day Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, right? I, I did. I left Friday morning. Actually, I knew to, it. I knew to it. To clarify, I took Friday off because my son graduated high school. So congratulations, night, man. He, uh, yep. He graduated. And Saturday, though, we went to the lake and we spent Saturday, Sunday until late last night. You know, total decompression. I brought my laptop. I'm not sure why, because I didn't even open it. And uh, no, I just had some good time with the family. So it was a nice weekend. Well, it's really important. Living a life of inspired action is really about balance. We talk about that a lot on the show and that, you know, people say, no, I can't. If I'm going to be successful, I want to have the dream car, the dream house. I have to grind 24 hours a day. And you don't. You really have to have the balance in your life because family is important. Your health is important. 
And you have to have that balance to have the flow, to have the momentum. So like you're fired up. It's Tuesday. You're up. I'm up. I mean, yesterday I didn't know it was a holiday. <laughs> so I, I, I knew it was a holiday like weeks ago, but I, I had, I'd made appointments and I was doing some podcasting and, but you know, over the weekend, we really, really chilled. You know, my wife Tanya is uh, is retired um, from the army. I have a lot of friends that are military vets. I have a few friends that 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 passed um, in combat, and it was a very special weekend. Um, Monday, I worked. The weekend, we kind of like really chilled, and we really remembered our fallen brethren. Um, and uh, you know, it's it's important to take that time off. So I really want to acknowledge you for that. That's so important. No. Yeah. Thank you, Rob. I, I really think you said balance a minute ago. And if you don't find the balance that works for you, honestly, your path to success will be a very long one because it's 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 a challenge, right, to be on all the time. And if you don't find a way to decompress, regroup and then come at it again, you're never you're never going to find that that success. You may you may do well monetarily. You may you may think you've achieved success, but you without the balance the life you're living will eventually, it'll become empty to you. I know that may sound crazy to some that are listening, but over time, if you don't find the balance and it's just about chasing, let's just say money, right, or fame, at the end of the day, you will you will find that that becomes empty. And you have yeah, to Yeah, there's nothing there. A balance. You really do. Yeah, that's the thing. So when I was laying in my bed, when I had my blood clot, that was the one thing I was regretting. I'm like, man, you know, I don't care about any monetary anything. All I care about is the people that I'm going to miss that I don't get to see again. And um, it's so important because at any moment your life can change as, as it did for the entire world when the pandemic hit. You know, when my life changed and I had a, a near-death experience and I'm trying to not die of a blood clot, well, that was the whole world stopping for me. I mean, it all stopped. And for the whole world, they got this whole pause. And people think that everything is going to keep going. And I think there's been a different change in, in mindset. Because now they know that life is really fragile. Yeah, I think I think everybody, you know, before you had that experience and and I've had experiences. My mother has cancer, so we've been battling that on and off for for many years now. But March of last year, everybody ran into it. And it. Yeah, everybody. It was it was transformational. And while we're seeing the U.S. come out of it. There are still many countries around the world that are in the throes of it. Uh, for instance, I have a great friend I've done a lot of work with who lives in uh, Delhi in India. And oh, yeah. He has two young children. Uh, he's married. He won't let his kids go outside because the the virus is, you know, has a grip on that city and throughout in India at a level that we didn't see in the U.S. ever. And, you know, right. as horrific as they always made it sound like in the U.S., well, unfortunately, our friends in India are living that right now and trying to get through it. So, yeah, um, yeah I, I do believe that the whole world has had a dramatic, dramatic transformational event. Right. And if you think about just in, in the U.S., how grateful everybody, everybody are just to get together, to go grab oh, a yeah. dinner together or to to travel. I told you I was out in Scottsdale and. Yeah, thanks a lot. Yeah, thanks for calling me. Yeah, and Scott, yeah, great. I haven't seen you for so long. I, dude, I would have come in the middle of the night to visit you. I would have drove. Do you know that? Do you know that? I would have, I would have, because that's the thing about friendship. Like, you know, Brian is a very dear friend. He was there for me. So if you're familiar with my book, I know I share the story of my, my amazing daughter, Aiden, on June 8th of 2013. She had a major medical issue. She had 
four strokes and had to have brain surgery. And Brian, of all people, man, he was on vacation and he got on and on social media and, and told the world that, that my family was going through a lot and created a fundraiser. And that's something that I, you know, never will forget. Brian and I have been business partners, um, in different projects and, that was amazing. And, you know, we don't see each other often. We don't get to talk to each other as often as we can. But, man, I'm a ride or die for Brian. And I know if I really needed something from Brian, he'd be there. And that's one of the things about living a life of inspired action is you have to really, really understand that relationships are so, so important. And that's where I think you're so successful, Brian, is your relationships with people. No, thank, well, first of all, thank and hang you. on one second. I got to go kill my dog because she's being a butt. God dang it. Hang on. Stop. God dang it. Fucking crazy ass dog. I love it. Okay, again. I'm going to add all this shit out. Okay, good. So, yeah, so relationships, blah, blah, blah. So, no, Rob, I agree. I mean, and first of all, thank you. Um, I was thinking about Aiden. I, I, I saw something on. On social media, and I remember now she was 15 the year everything happened. She right? was 14. She was 14. And I remember after, I think it was when she came out of it, she got a tattoo on her arm and it said, if I remember, it was something about a warrior. Now I'm, now I'm a warrior. Or, you know, because she had gone through this event, this transformational yeah. event. And it was, it was hard. I was with my kids, Rob, when you, when you told me what was going on, we were at the beach and all I could think about is honestly, I broke down, I cried. And then I was like, how can I help? I mean, I'm, I'm a thousand miles away. What can we do to help? And we just wanted to help in any way humanly possible. And honestly, that event touched me. Uh, jeez, oh, I'm so glad she's, she's doing amazing. She's gotten married. I mean, just everything that's happened since then. So phenomenal. So yeah. God bless you. Yeah, June 8th. June 8th just coming up is the eighth year anniversary of that, um, you know, of her survival, which is amazing. And, you know, I will say it was very overwhelming to me because I just thought I was this guy, you know, just like being robbed. And it was very humbling to me, the outpouring of love and support and the, the kind words that people were saying about me of how I impacted their lives and that I had no idea how much of an impact that I had in their lives. And, and I say that because people need to be really aware of the impact they have on lives, good and bad. And how you live your life is really, um, a reflection of what's in your life. The people that are in your life, the successes that you have, you know, who you surround yourself with and the mindset that you have is really a determining factor of your life. And you hang around. The people that are really cool people, Brian. I mean, you, you hang around a good circle of people, entrepreneurs, and you're in your masterminds and that elevates you. It doesn't pull you down. The people that I know you hang out with are always up to something big. They're heart centered. They're very successful financially and they, they are living a life of inspired action with integrity and ethics. No, Rob, it's a good point. And. I never thought about it, but at a young age, I remember hearing, I, I either read a book, like a Zig Ziglar, kind of maybe even a network marketing book at the time, like a motivational book, or it was a, it was a show or something I had watched and it talked about your, your net worth was your network. 
And it was a story yeah. about, you know, your, your value, right, is made up of the six or eight people that you spend your time and you're around. And, and I never forgot that. I, over the, over the years, I've, I've been really fortunate to spend my time with people that, that were like me. It didn't mean they were doing the same thing. Right. For instance, I have some software products and marketing and agency stuff. But at the end of the day, I had a core. I'm an entrepreneur. So the people that I'm around are other entrepreneurs and they're doing yeah. their thing to the best of their ability and living their best life. And you know what? It's it's like good goes around. Right. The energy and the success that they have inspires me. It may, it may give me. Uh, a new a new idea that I that I then am able to take and launch with. And if I had when, when I first got started, and I know you and I chatted about this so many times. I had a lot of friends that were working corporate and they just were like, Brian, that's never going to work. You're not going to be. Right. Successful, right? right. They were negative and they were great the dream people. stealers. Right. They were dream stealers, right. 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 And Absolutely. The greatest people ever, like in, in terms of, you know, great guys, you know, really nice people. But they had made up their mind. And they were part of the machine, so to speak, and they weren't willing to accept right. that you can achieve outside of that norm. And I just changed my circle of friends, and it was that easy. And then I just slowly but surely leveled up. I don't. Yeah. There was no one thing. It was a, a series of small actions that each one set me off on a slightly different trajectory, and I just was able to build and build upon it. I think about the time that you and I met. Uh, I don't know if it's the first time we met, but we were out in San Diego. We were at a conference together, and I think about the relationship from that event. Like everything, oh, that's right. Everything plays off of each other. It was anyway. I I agree. No, with it's you. cool. So let's talk about. So one of the things to talk about in in the book of with you, and I asked you, you know, where have you decided to do something? You planned to do something, and you failed to, and then you didn't take action. And then what was the consequence? And one of the things is, is, is your corporate. So Brian is a very successful internet marketer, very successful entrepreneur, and he is all about making a difference. And I love that. And he has generated, you know, considerable income for, for a long time and it's consistent. And one of the things that Brian was having a self earth worth issue of like, you know, I'm being told I can't do this and you're in the corporate space. So why don't you go ahead and share that story and talk about where you were, and then when you decided to like, look, no fear, I'm making the jump, and what happened when you got in your flow and you were living that life of inspired action? Rob, it's amazing is I was a VP, a low-level VP at a company, making you know reasonably good money, but working all the time, no fulfillment, no balance, nothing. You know, it was it was strictly about the money and this perceived success I thought I had to chase. And one day I just realized I didn't like what I was doing. Like I, I wasn't inspired in any way by what I was doing, regardless of success. And I had been moonlighting and doing entrepreneurial things for a long time. And I said, you know, the only way I'm going to make this work is if I give it my all, if I really throw myself into it. And I vividly remember my wife was six months pregnant <laughs> and with my youngest wow. daughter. And I had a little bit of a nest egg. I don't want to say I had... I definitely didn't have two years of income set aside right. or anything like that. And I just went for it. And truly, hard work, perseverance, probably luck, you know, everything together. But I will tell you the fact that I was willing to take what I would consider massive, imperfect action and to throw myself at something that I really believed in, that played a role. As a matter of fact, I, I firmly believe 
that the fact that I I chased it and I went after it every single day. And 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 you know what? When it's your passion, it's not even work. It's like like you. Right. Like we're talking about you. Yeah. You know, you'll get up yesterday. You're like, ah, it's Monday. Whatever. I'm on it. You know. And it was a scene. Yeah, it was so much fun. It, yeah. It to get to get behind a microphone is just it. I it lights me up. I I love it. I mean, I did four podcasts yesterday and, and then a room on clubhouse. And then I did, I did a TV commercial. So like I did one for Canada. They apparently, they don't know about Memorial day. Uh, (laughs) So all this stuff was scheduled. Um, And yeah, it's, it's when you're in your lane and you're flowing, it just makes life. So that's the one thing that I think people miss is that. Yeah. Life can be hard. It's not easy but it's really simple. And the simple is if you find your lane and do what you're supposed to do, there is so much joy in it. And people tend to to chase this money and then they're going down a path. Here's here's, here's an exercise that I came up with and I've been using a lot lately. People will say to themselves, well, how do I know what's important in my life? How do I know? So this is the exercise that I came up with. You're sitting in a chair. You're at the doctor's office. The doctor looks at you and says, hey, Brian, you have 60 minutes to live. That's it. Now look at how quickly what's important in your life just came to fruition. Like 60 minutes. And if you live your life that way, it's really simple. Rob, yeah. No, I can't imagine the difference. If you change your perspective, right, and you do, yeah. it's not about money. I, I think I think what happens is if you refocus on things you care about, things you love, your passion, it doesn't matter what it is. To some extent, the money will follow. You will, you will monetize. You will find you will find that financial success that goes with your passion, but it can't be about the money. It has to be about right. what are you going to do to your example, 60 minutes. First thing I would do is I would, I would, I would either go to or call my family, right? That's what I would yeah. do. It's the first, that, yeah, that, exactly. the absolute first thing I would do. It, it wouldn't be go to the office. It wouldn't be any of that kind of stuff. So, you know, when you think about what matters most and you shift your perspective it's amazing what you can accomplish. And when you talk about when you talk about action and you talk about inspired action, you you will find that in many cases, the thing you've been working on, the things you've been doing aren't really what matters. And what right. matters most is something that you you know is important, but you haven't really set you haven't really set your focus on. And yeah, no, I, I'm a big, big proponent. Um, and one of the things you told me, I don't, God, eight or nine years ago, you said something to me about just taking action each and every day, massive, imperfect action. And we were talking about it. And I, I, I would challenge anybody listening, listening to us today. It doesn't matter what you do or what you want to do. If you do right, not, not, not want to do, but actually do whatever the work is, whatever the effort is, and it can, it can be 30 minutes. 30 minutes to an hour every day. I don't mean think about it. I don't mean buy something. I mean, take a positive step towards the goal. You will, you will be successful. 
you will be very surprised in a matter of weeks, your whole outlook changes. The, the act, the actual act of taking action will give you this self-fulfilling push towards success. And I've been a big proponent of that. I don't always work nonstop every day, but every single day in each of my core businesses, I am moving the needle a little bit at a time and I'm continuing to deliver. Like you talked about recording content yesterday, doing that content yesterday pushed everything forward for you. And it's the same thing for any of us, no matter what our business is. Yeah, I think so. You know, you work in the internet marketing space and if you if you're listening to this, you don't know what that is. So Brian creates um, opportunity for people that can go out and help the small business person market their business in really creative ways. And so this is a message for all my fellow Internet marketing brethren, the people that are doing a brick and mortar marketing. If you change your perspective from I need to make money to take care of my family to Hey, Brian, look, I know this is a rough time right now, and I know business is tough, and I know it's hard to get people in, but I have a solution for you. And when you know that you genuinely have a solution and you're providing incredible value, the money will follow. People are not stupid. If you go in and you're whatever business you're in and you are commission hungry, it's obvious, you know. People know that. They know that you want that sale more than you want to help someone. And when you, that's the, that's why Brian is so successful is because Brian is doing everything he can to add incredible value and over deliver, always under promise and over deliver because he knows if you do A, B, C, D, E, F, G, and sometimes there's that many steps. You will get a result. And the reason is because Brian does that for himself. So he walks the talk, just like me as Mr. Action. Trust me, there are times that I feel like I'm just not going to do this and follow through. I have to walk the talk. I wrote the book, The Law of Action. I'm known as Mr. Action. I have to walk the talk. And if you come from your heart of how much value can I add to you, the rewards just come. And when you create a life of inspired action and momentum of decide, plan, act, and you take those steps to get up that hill, to pedal that bike, the universe takes notice and opportunity just comes before you. I, I am blown away by the opportunity that comes my way all the time. I don't understand. I am so humbled by it. But people appear in my life from, oh, I know him. Oh, yeah, he told me about him. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, so-and-so. Brian mentioned um, to me that, Rob, you're, you're this and you could do this. And it's always the thing. And it's so, it's so important to just add value to this world. If you just add value, you will be rewarded. You know, speaking of value, um, Rob, so a mutual friend of ours said to me, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago, uh, Sid, uh, Sid Michael, who you know, and he said yeah. something to me. You may have been there, and he talked about when value exceeds the price. When value exceeds price, a sale happens. And I was yeah. never really one to be good at selling. And so I always started thinking, 
God, how do I make the value of my offer so unbelievable that, that it's not even about money or price, right? How do I make the value to the customer, the client in this case, so far beyond anything they were thinking? And so I've, I've, I've shifted how I deliver, right, to prospects and clients, and I, and I focus on value. It's less about the price because when the value is there, the decision to work with us or me in this case is easy. And right. it's true in anything, right? When the value is way up here, hand, hand raised, when the value is up here, it's not about the price because they have to have it. They can't imagine not having that value. And if you can deliver the value, everything else just happens. It falls by the wayside. So, yeah, I would 100 percent agree with you. Yeah, so it's interesting. And also people's perception of things. So if I said, look, I'm going to give you $25,000 for this, like, would that be worth it? 25000 is a lot of money. And people's perspective is so different in a large number of $25,000. Let me say this, or I'm going to give you $35. However, um, I, I also have 699 other people that are going to give you $35. And they're like, eh, that doesn't, I'm not going to do that. People don't realize that $35 times 700 is $25,000. That's right. 700 is not a lot. And people don't realize, I, I don't know who wrote the book, but it's where, you know, if you're going to eat an elephant, take a bite at a time. One bite at people a time. don't realize yeah, yeah. People don't realize that a little bit of a lot is a lot easier to get than a little of a lot because you get that, you get that momentum created. And it's, it's, it's just blows my mind how people don't understand that compounding. You know, they would say, Oh, that's too low of something. $35. Yeah. 700 people. There's a whole world out there. You know, a lot of people are creating side hustles and going online and doing internet marketing stuff. Can you find 700 people to buy something for $35? You know, I, I met this woman who's on Etsy and all of her friends just go, oh, you have a little Etsy business. She makes almost a million dollars a year <laughs> on Etsy. Yeah. I, I mean, it's just, it's so funny because people just look at the little picture of like, well, I could never do that. She started in pan and during the, the pandemic, she, she lost her corporate job. They just dissolved it. She had a, her, she's an artist and she created this opportunity for herself. She started doing little crafts that she's always been doing. People said, Oh, can I buy that? Can I buy that? Can I buy that? Like the, the item is like $30 and she's selling a lot of these items. And so it's just opportunity everywhere. And you have to look. For those opportunities, you know, Brian's in the internet marketing entrepreneur space. I'm in the voiceover and creative space and, and personal development and personal empowerment. And that's where I'm in my lane. Sid Michaels, he's in the automotive space and he found his lane. He's very successful in that. And a lot of people are looking at their lives right now and they're like, I don't have any skills. You'd be amazed with this pandemic. There's so much opportunity to create something that you're, you know, all these people that are starting on Etsy and they're just like, they're too dumb to fail. I was talking to some woman the other day um, in a mastermind and she had started a little business, a little side hustle. And it's, it's making, um, oh, what do you call it? 
she pickles onions and she pickles vegetables and stuff. And she just did it for family and friends. And some, I got a hold of it. I shared it with a lot of my friends out here. And now it's turning into a business. And she's in her lane. She's like, oh my God, this is so much fun. I love this. I used to clean houses, blah, 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 blah. And there's so much opportunity out there. And I, I think people are just, what are they, afraid of success, afraid of their feeling unworthy. You know, you're around a lot of people that have so much potential and they're so brilliant, Brian. You know these people and they just won't trust themselves to be successful. And I know these people too. They've been around for a long time and they're just like, I want, I want, I want. The thing they don't do is they decide, they plan, and then they just never take action to like learn the technique to go make a difference in their life. No, and Rob, your point about the Etsy seller, I mean, think about it. We live in an amazing time to be alive. I mean, we have the ability, whether we're in Arizona or I'm in Atlanta, it doesn't matter where you are in the world, to reach a market far beyond our, our geographic limitations. And so, like yeah. you said, when you talked about this small amount of money, uh, $30, $40, and I, I got started that way. I started with low-cost, high-volume, and I didn't even know it. But in about a month, I sold 900 copies of something for 30-odd dollars. And that was a lot of money. It was more money than I'd ever made a month in my life. Ever, yeah. ever. And somebody would have been yeah. like, oh, what a silly little thing. And then I said, well, I made 900K. And then it was a million yeah. and a half. And then it just kept going and going. And it wasn't silly anymore in any, every, every person, whether you're pickling or you're doing recipes or it's a strategy, it's an audio approach. It, it doesn't matter what it is. There is a market for any product, any service out there. You just have to reach the market. And when the value exceeds the price, all of a sudden you're going to find you've got a sale. Right. You've got a sale. And it just happens over and over and over again. Yeah, and the other thing is, is that it's so important to like just take time out to breathe and find that balance. And there's a lot of opportunity now that you can do stuff with your kids. Kids entrepreneur. Um, you know, I, I have a very dear friend, Samar Hurley. She has a thing called the Camcast and her 11-year-old daughter has a company, it's a corporation, and it's called Whisk It With Flava. And she bakes goods, and she's making money. She's 11 years old. So she has a podcast called uh, The Cam Project and Camcast, and it's a nonprofit, and it is working with teens and child entrepreneurs to be entrepreneurial. Like, how cool is that? You know, Rob, uh, so I have an 18-year-old who just graduated high school. Uh, three years ago, he wrote a book on something he was passionate about, uh, Snapchat, of all things. I, I knew very little yeah. about Snapchat. He ended up selling, I don't know, 1,000, 1,100 copies. Uh, you know, I helped him sell 100 or two, but most of them were from other people on Amazon who saw the book and wanted to learn, and they were fascinated that two, it was he and another guy, two 15-year-olds yeah. wrote this book. Um, I have an 11-year-old daughter. I I couldn't be more inspired to learn more about this other 11-year-old because at the end of the day, it is no longer, you don't have to be 30 or 40. We hear stories all the time of high school, even younger. Like, what is that, middle school? We, we, there are yeah. so many people that are following, you know, whatever the passion is, it doesn't matter. 
and they're just having fun and they're bringing value and eventually it becomes monetized and anybody can do it. I, I think the key, though, you said it because thinking about some of our mutual friends that are very talented and they dream bigger, maybe even than I dream. They dream, but they never do. And yeah, that breaks my heart. Is, breaks my heart because they don't have to. They don't have to live in a world where they don't take the first step. Nobody does. So nobody. So I. The challenge, like you said, the challenge of, you know, when you wrote your book, it took off. You have to take action. Right. And you feel compelled. But that's in your DNA. It's not even that you have to. It's something you just you exude. You do. For me, I, I know the one formula to success with my company is I'm going to do something, some amount of work every single day. And when I do, right. it all builds. And, and it doesn't mean that I make money today because I did something. It means that in time, the action I take creates enough value that I ended up, I end up benefiting, right? And and that's all that matters. And when I benefit, that means all my customers benefited. They got something of, of real right. value. It changed their business or their personal life. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, it's so it's so important to create that momentum in your life. It it is. You know, a lot of people during this pandemic, they they found a lot of time to sit and watch Netflix. And I know a lot of people that started businesses. Yeah. And they started online businesses. And they have thrived and they, it's amazing. And they had no skill set, but there's so much information on the web, on YouTube, on TikTok, on Snapchat. There are, it's, it's just, you get to choose the direction you want your life to be. And how Elrod talks about this in the Miracle Morning that, look, your life is your life based on the decisions that you made. You're totally responsible for your life. Now, that doesn't mean you get to blame yourself. You don't have to blame yourself. It's not to find fault. But what it is to say, if I don't like my life the way it is today, on June 1st, 2021, well, guess what? You're responsible. Every decision you made, every time you snoozed and you didn't work <laughs> or you went and watched Netflix during the day because you could get away with it, and every time you went and did other stuff, Instead of investing into you, instead of investing into you, that's your life. That means that today on June 1st, 2021, you can turn left instead of right or go center or go a little bit to the right or a little bit to the left and make those modifications. And your life can be tremendously different starting today. You can flip the script of your life today. And Rob, think of Period. that if, if they... Do what you just said, and they start to flip the script today. It doesn't mean that you're going to be done today, but taking the first no. step will change your mindset, your outlook, and it'll put you on a path. The next step gets a little easier or, or the decision a little clearer. It, it exactly. just takes the first, first step, the effort. And you have to take the step. You. Yeah, you, yeah, you have to take the step. You have to. No, I. Ah, speechless. I'm going to turn it. I know. Well, I, you know, I spend time with some people that I haven't out in a long time and they're just really struggling. And the one thing of their conversation over the weekend and we met them and we haven't seen them in a long time is every single movie they saw and every single TV show they saw and every, every fun thing they could think to do yet 
they're devastatingly suffering right now. They didn't do anything to take responsibility for where they were, and they just blamed everything else. And all this opportunity, and they were mad at their neighbors because they opened up a little small business, and, you know, they they survived. And, you know, they lost a corporate job. Their hobby was hot dog cart. They started a hot dog cart business, and now it's thriving. But they started in the middle of a pandemic, a hot dog cart business, and they're mad at their neighbors because they started a hot dog cart business, and they were giving out free hot dogs. They were just contributing. They had no money, and they just like, look, I know it's scary time, and they set up a hot dog cart, whatever the donation is, and they gave away hot dogs. And they thrive with that. And now... They've created all this goodwill, and now they're going to all these events because they knew eventually things were going to open. But what they did was they created momentum in their life, and they added value, and they didn't watch a lot of TV, and they didn't you know, go to a lot of movies. What they did was they made a decision that they didn't like the way their life was and that they were going to do something about it, and they created a life of inspired action, and now they're reaping the rewards. It may not happen instant success overnight, but you keep building, it's there. And it can happen quite quickly, especially with the internet. If you're doing something, you know, Etsy or Amazon or whatever else you're doing, but you can go from not very successful to incredibly successful overnight. Yeah, I think you said it best. The the big equalizer is this internet, the ability to go one to many without any limitation of geography it allows somebody brand new, no experience, no skills to reach an audience they've never been able to reach. They don't have to spend yeah. tons of money to do it. Anybody can no. do this. So, no, I 100% agree. And, and I think about the people, I, I'm with you. I don't watch a lot of TV. And I'm not saying TV is bad. There's probably great. Oh, I watch TV. I love, look. I love it. I love watching the commercials because, hey, yeah. you know, sometimes I'm on. Sometimes <laughs> so, there you go. <laughs> sometimes I'm in them. There you go. But. No, I'm not knocking that, but it's part of balance. You have to balance. Like I love to, I love to laugh, so I, you know, I love to watch something funny, really stupid funny. I love to watch the old reruns of The Office sometimes. And I do spend hours of day in online learning. I look, I'm in I'm in uh I uh didn't get the commercial but I auditioned for it and that's the master class, you know, where I'm learning comedy from Steve Martin and wow. I'm also learning really incredible cooking techniques from Chef Ramsay and that to me is is being in momentum because I want to be better chef. So I'm learning from that. That's important to me. And I'm actually, you know, talking to a friend of mine, I'm not going to do it but I'm helping them start uh, this cooking product that I came up with an idea for. I don't even, you know, I'm just like, hey, come up with this idea. I learned a different way to do things. You know, garbage in, garbage out. And you only have one life and that's that's it. And what goes into your brain, what goes into your your heart, your soul, that's part of where your life is right now. And so if you take that responsibility and know that I can change the input, man, your life is limitless. Well, Rob, think about this. You can you can watch and consume content. You can go on YouTube and spend nothing, learn some skill, whatever it may be. Um, take that skill that you learned and put it into use, right? Do something with yeah. that, right? Monetize that new skill with your passion. 
there's lots of things you can do. And, and I watch shows every now and then. My, my wife, my wife has series she likes, you know, different shows she likes, and I'll come in and sit with her. But I think the key is moderation, is balance. And, and, and when you're consuming content, it, a lot of times that content can be educational and you could get a lot of value for yourself. Like I've been trying to learn Spanish. I, I grew up, um, I took French in high school, right? Now I've only been to France once in my life and, and I did my best to muddle through it, but I could use Spanish in my day-to-day life almost every day. I don't know Absolutely Spanish. You could. My kids all know right. Spanish. So I have challenged yeah. myself in 2021 by the end of the year to be conversational, to have basic Spanish skills. And that's something I'm learning on my own. It's about building a better Brian. And that's all I'm trying to do. Exactly. And, you know, podcasting, you know, my license plate said podcaster and I have four podcasts right now. Actually work. I actually do five, but I own four and it's amazing. And podcasting, it's like a master class. There is anything, any topic you want. And so I acknowledge you for listening to this show and, and being a listener and living, listening to Life Transformation Radio. Um, the, the, the emails that I have gotten are, are beyond humbling when people say, wow, this show came at the right time and it certainly had an impact on my life. Like, wow. You know, you, you talked about YouTube. I always have to reel myself in. You know, I'm always wanting to start new businesses and I'm staying in my lane. So I was on the internet last night and I have this new thing. I'm all into smart lights, uh, Sono systems for automation for music, and I'm all about water. So now I, and I'm not handy at all. If you know me, I am not handy in any way, shape or form, but I have really great creative ideas and I just know what I want and I want someone to build it for me. So I have a fountain. And I'm like, it's just water, man. It's just water. So I've been, you know, messing around with it and trying to figure out, I want fire to come out of the water. Like, I just want fire to come out of the water. So I did a search and I'll be darned, this guy has figured out a way to infuse the water with fire, like flame comes out. And I watched this video and I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to start a company making these fountains because these are so cool. And then I'll just stop for a moment and I go, Rob, that's not your lane. That's not your lane. You know, just keep keep doing what you're doing. But I just thought that was fascinating. And so if someone is really handy with their hands, they could create that, their own version of it, and even amplify it and make it better. Because, look, I did a podcast the other day um, on the Living the Law of Action show. Her name is, is Ruth um, Luenza. She was a housekeeper for 23 years. Of all things, Brian, she patented, has two patents now, and she invented not a better mousetrap, but a better sheet, a bed sheet. Okay. It reduces the making of beds by 50%. I like She's it. selling it to hotels, and she patented it. Like, look at that. Like, there's so much opportunity out there in the world, and and I just I just want people to grab it. Life, you deserve to be happy. You deserve the happily ever after. No, oh, Rob, I agree. And and I think as you as you start to realize that you are worth it and you do deserve that happiness, yeah. you will end up bringing good not not only to yourself and to your family, but to so many other people that you touch in your sphere of influence. So, 
I agree, and I'd love to learn more about these sheets. Uh, making beds is a, a pet peeve of mine. I, I imagine she's got a unique approach to this. It's amazing. So, yeah, she has two patents on them. Wow. She patented sheets, and she got an award um, for being the most innovative. So she was homeless, and she went to New York. You have to listen to the podcast. I'll send you the link, and I'll put the link in, in, the, in the notes for this. It's amazing. Um, she went... And she competed in a patent uh, contest at the U.S. Patent Office against all these top engineers and all these things, and she won. I love it. For inventing a better sheet. And you know what? That that could touch millions of people's lives and make a real difference to so many of us. Goes to show you, you don't have to have a Ph.D. or be uh, a rocket rocket engineer or any of that kind of stuff, right? She She took action a little bit at a time to get to the point where she went to New York, and look what happened to her. So wait a She go. took massive action. She was living in a car wow. and she scraped up enough money to get there. And she went with nothing and she just showed up like she just showed up. Yeah. That's amazing. And Brian, you're amazing. And I want to thank you for for being here today and and just taking time out of your incredibly busy day. I know, you know, you you're hard. You're a hard worker, and I do. I know you do take time off, but I do appreciate that. And, you know, thank you so much for being here today. No, Rob, first of all, thanks for having me as a guest. And to everybody listening, uh, I couldn't be any more excited to be on here with Rob. Uh, I've been a fan and fortunately a friend for a long, long time. And uh, every day, a little bit, every day, a little bit of action will change your life for the better. And as a matter of fact, I've packed my day full of action. I'll be taking massive and, and most definitely imperfect action all day long today. So uh, I'm excited about that. Thank you for listening to the Living the Law of Action show with Mr. Action, Rob Actus. Please rate, review, and subscribe.